Hi, this is Declan Chalvey, uh, artist, former artist of Moon Knight, and you're listening to Into the Night, the Moon Knight podcast. Yes, welcome back, Looney listeners. You are listening to Into the Night, the Moon Knight podcast. This is episode 201. And you are with your high pressure conchu, Ray. Hello, welcome all. And uh, tonight, um, or, or to kick start the week, uh, as usual, we have an idle chat. And tonight, we'll be looking at McKay's Moon Knight. So that's going to be a discussion on the latest news that... Um, reveal some more details on the upcoming series that will be released in July. Joining me, uh, as always, I, I have uh, a co-host who usually brings more information, uh, more entertainment. <laughs> um, but anyway, a, a valued guest co-host, um, valued uh, Looney. Uh, you may have heard him last week in the grand 200th episode. He's the winner of the inaugural ITK Game Show, Face or No Face, The Power of Chad. Chad, welcome. Welcome back. Hello. How's it going, Ray? Yeah, you're good. Um, Chad, how you how you feeling? How does it feel to to have, you know, come off as the winner of a um, an, an eight-horse race? <laughs> I'm not used to having an ego, so, you know, getting... Yeah, you know, adjusted to that. Yeah, yeah. Well, you're like strutting down the street, you know, going, "Hey, look, I, I, I won this thing." I, I, I actually, <laughs> I, I Just heard the from biggest fucking nerd. <laughs> <laughs> I heard from a certain uh, winner. Uh, you were on their behalf, Connor, saying that you said <laughs> you sent him a message um, a bit earlier. Uh, perhaps. I mean, I, I had a few drinks. <laughs> yes, it was uh, possibly a bit hazy, uh, but that was funny. I was keeping close tabs on Connor. Uh, so for those that don't know, Connor um, was represented by Chad in the game show, and Chad went on to, to take out uh, the prize. So Connor gets himself a, a copy of the, the Marvel monograph, The Art of Declan Shelby. Uh, anyway, I was keeping tabs with Connor because I was saying, Connor, have you listened to the episode yet? And he's going, oh, no, no, not yet. I've listened to like a quarter of it. Uh, you know, it, it's pretty funny. He was he was laughing at the canned laughter. But I, was, I didn't want to give anything away. But I, I just kept on asking, like, you know, just let me know when you, you kind of... But I felt really bad because it was kind of like... <laughs> maybe I was thinking he was thinking that I was pushing him just to listen to the episode. But I kind of wanted him to find out that he won, you know. Um, but he later said to me, uh, yeah, I, I, um, I got this text from Chad earlier on. So I kind of figured figured something was going on, but um, now well done, Chad. I didn't reveal it. I no, was you very didn't. cryptic about it. <laughs> Can you remember what you said or were texting? Um, I believe it was something along the lines of, uh, you know, you're welcome. Um, <laughs> I didn't say exactly what for. Okay, and just to the surmise of well. Whatever I did, I did while I was very intoxicated. Still am, but congratulations. Excellent. Well, yeah, yep. Yeah, a few tidbits there. I think um, Connor put a couple of them together. But uh, anyway, he was over the moon, no pun intended. 
so uh, actually I wanted to say that uh, in the white noise all, all the prizes have been sent uh, so those win- lucky winners of the pins uh, I got in contact with Destructo Disc Designs and uh, Media Patrol they're on the way and uh, ordered uh, that Art of Declan Shelby for, for Connor uh, from my favourite you know my LCS Kings the greatest comic book store in the universe before that chat I forgot uh, so a huge thank you to our sponsors our gracious Petrunis of course uh, so the likes of Daniel uh, who was on the show Justin Derek, Wayne, Jordan, Josh, who was also on the show, James, Russell, and Anthony. A big thank you to you guys, um, the co-producers and executive producers of the show. Uh, just great support, so thank you very much. Also, uh, Fringe Night by Daniel Doing, an original indie comic based on Erie, Pennsylvania's very own mysterious superhero. Hello Headphones, empowering gamers to play at their best, and Dreamland Comics, the superhero superstore. So anyway, um, yeah, Chad. Um, <laughs> so... Uh, I don't know. What do you reckon? Do you reckon? Um, do you reckon it's there's potential to do another another game show? Would you be up for it? I mean, I would be up for it. Would <laughs> Phil be up for it? <laughs> I think Phil would be. I think Phil would be up for it as well. I think he was smarting a little that he came in second behind you, Chad. Um, so you've got bragging rights for sure. Well, I, I feel bad for anyone that comes in behind me. I mean. <laughs> well, you know, you you were you were ended up on top there, so that that was pretty cool. Um, if anything, lessons learned, I think maybe uh, maybe I'll rein rein in the questions a little bit more. I thought a couple of them were probably a bit too high, but I mean, of course, you did very well on them, uh, and time wise as well. So I know now how many questions I I should do for. Uh, for maybe an hour. I think an hour is a good a good length of a game show, Chad. I don't know what you what do you reckon? Yeah, I think that's actually a good idea. Yeah, yeah, an hour's um yeah. I, I just remember Rebecca sighing or going okay after I was middle of round one. Uh, there was a long way to go, but anyway, uh, yeah. So I don't know. Maybe another milestone episode, or who knows? I would I'd love to try and. Uh, put together another game show. I thought it was really fun. Of course, just logistically, it was a little. Um, it is a little, little hard. But actually, having said that, the eight of everyone, the eight, um, you guys pretty much responded uh, very well. So it wasn't that difficult in that sense. Uh, anyway, loonies, moving on. We're going to hit white noise. As I said, the prizes for episode two hundred have been sent out. So uh, if you are indeed the winners, I'm, I'm assuming uh, just of hand. I think Justin the Owl. <laughs> Osgood and Bobby Lowndes um, got those pins. Uh, just keep an eye on your your letterbox for something to be dropped in. Uh, also, as well, I uh, just want to make mention this uh, serial season two, the rise of Set, is well underway now. Uh, now, Chad, I know that you say you or your character. I don't know. I don't know what actors prefer, um, but uh, you're off in space. Uh, in the serial, so we will touch base with you a bit later there. But um, I'm really excited. A couple of episodes I've got some scripts for. It'd be good to to get good to get back in it. Um, how about yourself, Chad? Are you are you rearing those vocals again? I mean, as well as black coffee and the drink can actually treat a voice. Yeah, yeah. Well, actually, having said that as well, I mean, further down the track. Next episode, Loonies, we'll get to that anyway. But Chad, you have uh, you have lent your vocals yet again 
for a, a nice little rendition of something, but we'll get to that later. Um, also, finally on white noise as well, I just want to give a shout out to Looney Rafael Santos. So, Chad, um, Rafael was actually represented by, by Phil in the game show, so he, he got his name in there, which was pretty cool. Um, My apologies, Rafael. Yes, I mean, yeah, I mean, Rafael, you could easily have uh, been under the wing of, of Chad, um, but, you know, a, a randomly assigned, so... Um, maybe next time we don't know. But anyway, Raphael is is an artist in his own right, a, a damn good one too. And he uh, has been telling me, sending me some messages, really cool stuff, some preview art. He's got this project he's going to kickstart uh, on Monday. So by the time you hear this, uh, it would have already started uh, on his Instagram account. And it's called Night Phases with a K. And what he plans on doing each week, he'll release an artwork of uh, of Moon Knight's costume uh, throughout the decades, so from 1975 to the present day. Now, this is pretty cool, Chad. I mean, like, uh, of course, you're well-versed with all the different iterations of Moon Knight's costumes. Uh, uh, this is something that you'll be checking in on? I mean, as long as I can remember to do it, I'd love to. <laughs> well, I will be sure to remind everyone. Uh, it's a great little project as well. So um, this week, of course, I think, I mean, obviously, he'll start in, uh, in um, 1975. So that will be the Don Perlin design with the the capes uh, attached to the wrist, that sort of thing, Chad. Um, now, the question is, is mm-hmm. it going to be the Spanish version that's black and red? Oh, is there what? Is there a Spanish version? Yeah, there's a uh, Spanish release, and it was completely changed up. Like, wow. wow! You haven't heard about this? No, I haven't actually, and I think Raphael should know about this too because he can add this to his list. Um, right? Okay, so it's essentially the costume, but it's black and red. Yeah. Wow. What was the? Oh, okay. So the black bit is the. I'm assuming the face, and the red bit is everything else. I'm trying to remember what exactly it was. I'll bring it up in just a minute. Could be pretty funky. While while Chad is doing that, I'm just going to vamp a bit here. I get visions of also Arachnite, you know, the red mask. That would be pretty cool. Actually, red and a black hood would be good. Sorry, Chad. So he had spiked bracers, or maybe those are the Cestus. Um, But they're, like, straight on attached to the hands. They're not just, like, ambulatory off on their own. Right. Um, has a white mask, a red hood, and red cape. And wow. all the, like, central body is all blackened out, except for a moon. Wow. They really took liberties, didn't they? <laughs> Marvel Espana. Um, dare I say... I mean, they're, they're red and yellow, their flag. I was about to say, were they trying to really introduce a bit of bit of their own patriotism in there but um wow i never heard of this chad how did you how did you bump into this um i mean that was like years ago yeah you just kind of like find stuff just searching it's the internet man yeah yeah so you're just like searching and just random okay i've got to check it out type in i just sent it over to you oh okay let me have a look and loonies we will uh i'll post this up or I'll add this actually to wow. <laughs> I'll add this to um, to potentially if I can somehow. Uh, oh, I can I can add it to the um, 
uh, to the podcast, like the show notes. Wow, it's just, yeah, Werewolf. It's a funky design, Chad. Right. That's pretty damn good. I mean, Werewolf by Night is pretty much the same. If you change his pants from green to, to purple, that, that, that's the only real difference. He's he's smattered with what seems to be crescent darts. Uh, right. But, yeah. But the moon... pin cushion. Yeah, exactly. Far out. It's like a believe porcupine. But uh, the Moon Knight, actually, you know, taking nothing away from the classic costume, that's it's pretty nice, actually, having a bit of colour on there. Yeah. Well, anyway, loonies, Chad has brought something huge to the table. This is great. So I will add this to the show notes somehow. And you can have a look on it. Anyway, especially you, Raphael, because, um, and for those, again, just going back to that, uh, his Instagram, Raphael, how how am I going to do this? R-A-P-H-L-S-N-T-S. That's his account, Raphael Santos, or Raphael Santos. Um, Take out the vowels, except for the A. Uh, Pretty cool. Cool, cool, cool. Right. Well, I mean, that's pretty much just the news, just to catch up on... um, what we have a bit later on, of course, is uh, just some, some more feedback. So thank you very much. A lot of loonies sent in some feedback for the, the 200th episode. Uh, but before that, Chad, um, the uh, the main course, so to speak, for this episode is uh, McKay's Moon Knight. Now, I don't know, had you had a chance to read this article from uh, comicbook.com? I skimmed over it a few times. Mm-hmm. Um, probably like six or seven but okay. never like actually sitting down through it okay i mean yeah so you you'd, you'd grab the gist of it um anyway uh, loonies this article was released uh not that long ago i think it was shortly after we released our episode 200 so we did talk about the jed mckay alessandro capuccio uh, you know announcement on our episode 200 and there was some information there chad you and i and everyone else talked about uh, the likes of, say, the Midnight Mission that was kind of released in the first, uh, I guess, inklings of, of the details. But this other article from comicbook.com, and again, just check the show notes, has a little bit more. They actually talked to Jed McKay about, um, of course, he's, he's of course he's a little um, he's a little coy with you know with information. Doesn't want to give away too much. But we got some fairly juicy bits here, Chad. So what I wanted to do was to go through some of these main points. Um, so again, apologies, some of it may be slightly repeated uh, from our last discussion, but I'm just kind of leading into these other points. So um, yeah, Chad, so to kick off, I guess um, the series is based, uh, it's like the aftermath for the Age of Conchu. Now this is a an interesting uh, idea because, I mean, let's face it, what were your views of, of Age of Conchu with Jason Aaron? Um, I just want to apologize to everyone for saying I'd love for Jason to (laughs) film this. Um, so that really bit me in the ass. (laughs) I I am not apologizing for saying I love his Thor run. Mm -hmm. Oh no, he's a good writer. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, for sure. But, um, so again, loonies, you may be aware, some of you who are newer may not be, uh, Age of Conchu was part of the Avengers title, 30-something to, I, think, well, I can't remember, 32 or 34 to 30, oh, I really, I can't remember. Was it a four-parter? I think it was a four-parter. I think it was five in total five part, because okay. of, like, 
the one aftermath bit. Oh, okay. Okay. I, did, I didn't really do my research. I should have done that. Anyway, um, what happens, these big events, right? So the big takeaway from that, um, after, of course, Moon Knight trying to uh, stealing all these powers and, you know, there's a whole heap of stuff. We won't get into it. But the aftermath was basically Conchu gets uh, incarcerated um, on Asgard. He gets taken away because he got a bit cray-cray there. Um, so this is interesting that this is based, like, directly after that. Um, but we get more of a street-level thing, don't we, Chad? Um, it, yeah. It doesn't seem to be, as you put it in your prediction ages and ages ago, um, it doesn't seem to be this grandiose kind of, um, you know, spectacle. Uh, I think it's a lot more grounded, which is which is encouraging. Yeah, it's very much more Moon Knight's color, really. Yeah. That's just where he plays, you know. Yeah. And now the interesting thing about this, uh, and I guess it's it's logical that, that Conchu was incarcerated, what I find interesting that McKay is going to try and tap into is this idea that Mark is striking out as Moon Knight on his own. Um, I'm not sure the implications of that because, I don't know, how do you take it, Chad? I think it's just Mark dressed up as Moon Knight, but he's got... He's got none of that kind of support from from Conchu. Well, it wouldn't be the first time. I mean, yeah. that's basically where he was countless times before. That you know, there's been a brand new series, and he's just kind of how do I put it? Just become a heretic of Conchu. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I mean, that's true. I was just thinking back in the um, the Houston room, but like. You know, Houston Run, early stuff like that. Uh, the the Vengeance of the Moon Knight Run. Um, the Bendis Run actually had no conscience at all from memory, but he's always kind of been there, you know, at least as a as an annoyance. Um, and we know the Jeff Lemire Run as well. Uh, he kind of... It was almost cathartic to get rid of Conchu, right? So that was that was something that they really kind of... People have forgotten, I think. Um because Conchu's come back. You know how he's come back in the annual and in Serpent War as just a thing? You know yeah. where... Yeah. Um, but... Oh, yep, it, sorry? He was more than that in Serpent War. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He, yeah, he, I mean, but he was like... Even in the Avengers, Age of uh, Age of Conchu, it was no longer ambiguous. Um, yeah. But, yeah. But anyway, um, you're right. I mean, Mark, is it, he has trodden this path before but i think it'll be interesting anyway um to see especially since conchu is actively you know put away and and being guarded and and far away i I don't know how far his reach will be um but mckay does go on to say in this article that um he'll be out of the picture for the first arc so i'm assuming touch wood they get past issue issue six or five um we'll get another arc but um conchu will be back by then um, another point, Chad, uh, that may seem like a little one, but I guess um, if you look at least in the Bemis run, he didn't show up. We get the re-emergence of Mister Knight. That's um. Yeah, I'm. I'm not sure where this is supposed to be taking it. You know, mm. that's. Are they going back to just like the strictly street level? Or are we just going to have you know, the apartment complexes all over again? Mm. I'm not opposed to that, but it's just like when you don't have the armor, you have to uh, 
kind of improvise with how you're going to be defensive. Yeah, it's it's a bit weird because every time I hear Mister Knight, I always think of, of course, the Warren Ellis Declan Shelby run, you know, and that kick-ass Moon Knight. Uh, McKay says in this article that uh, Mister Knight and and Moon Knight are kind of two sides of the same coin, in the sense that uh, what does he say? He says Moon Knight. I'm assuming he's talking about the hooded Moon Knight, is more of the operative, whilst Mr. Knight is more like the, the front, I guess the front end, um, the the face. And and uh, he mentions that the Midnight Mission, uh, people come and see Mr. Knight. So I think he's got a, a very... Well, he's got a different role, for sure, um, it seems, than, than that of the 2014 run. I mean, he had very much more of a a private investigator kind of role in that. And now that you mention it, the whole scheme of having like a face versus like, you know, a guy on the street, so to say, it feels like they're doing away with the other personalities replacing them with these roles. I mean, that kind of makes Moon Knight, the proper version of the Jake Lockley and the Mr. Knight, the, you know, yes, no, desk tr- behind, uh, what's his face, Stephen Grant. Yeah, exactly. I was about to say you could argue that to Stephen Grant because uh, the article actually does beg the question, what about Mark Spector? Um, so, it, you know, you know, I re- originally thought when I was reading this, but yeah, what about Mark Spector, Lockley and Grant? But... Um, but yeah, you, you could associate those identities with Mister Knight and and the Moon Knight as the operative end. It will be interesting. I think we should we should expect um, just to prepare ourselves, like learnings. I think just to expect something a little bit different. Uh, it may ruffle some feathers, but uh, I think in any case, it's great to have this um, this street level groundedness again. So it may not be the Mister Knight. I'm thinking that you may or may not like. Um, because it's already sounding to me, it's it's the Mister Knight that I'm I'm not expecting. But yeah, but I'll keep an open mind for this. How about you, Chad? Oh, I mean, if you're not keeping an open mind in Moon Knight, you're not exactly reading it. What? Well, yeah, that's true. Very um, no true words are spoken there. Um, the other big point here, uh, Chad, which I didn't notice he had done in. I mean, you know, in Black Cat and Taskmaster is this thing that there are going to be no thought captions. So this is another thing. I think it's a pretty cool idea, something that I hadn't really thought of. But uh, McKay says... uh, Sorry, let me say. The article says, McKay is tackling the character a bit differently as there are no thought captions to let you in on what Moon Knight is thinking, conveying things through his actions and his dialogue instead. Um. Now, it, it seems like a pretty smart move, Chad. I don't know about your thoughts on this, but since... Um, uh, I don't know. I guess it's it kind of creates more of that um, enigma, you know, that kind of thing around Moon Knight, if you actually don't know what's going on in, in his head. But at the same time, since a large component of him is the mental component, that may that may be a bit of a hindrance. I don't know. What do you reckon? I absolutely agree with that. I mean, hmm. considering that a strong 40% of the Bemis run, I'm not trying to throw that comparison on everything, but just hmm. 
it's like in the past a lot of his like internal dialogue and monologue have been you know how he progresses as a character uh when you just do away with that completely it's kind of questionable but once again if you're not keeping an open mind Mm -hmm. so do you think this will be one of the main sticking points that maybe loonies potentially will i guess it depends on how it's executed how it's done but yeah yeah this i mean could potentially yeah exactly Otherwise, you know, being the optimist, it could be really cool and refreshing having... Uh, I mean, like I said, uh, have you read, like, Black Cat and Taskmaster and stuff? I actually just picked up the Black Cat uh, nice. 1 through 5 today. Okay, okay. Um, yeah, I haven't noticed... I hadn't noticed it. I'm going to have to go read some of those issues again. I did not notice there were no thought captions. Um, but having said that, I'm going to be on the lookout now for Moon Knight. Um We'll see how we go. Uh, also, okay, so a couple of other things here. The big ones. Okay, so Jed McKay goes on to say as well, since there are no thought captions as well, that means that a lot of, well, well part of the, um, I guess, the expository um, development of character of Moon Knight will be laid upon the supporting characters, uh, which I think is pretty cool. Like when I first read that straight away, it's like, oh, cool. We're we're finally going to get like Frenchie and and Crawley and all those um, and Jenna, everyone back and Marlene. Um, but McKay is introducing some new characters. So what we have here is um, we will be seeing in July. Uh, Mark or Moon Knight has a therapist, a Doctor Andrea Sturman, and the Midnight Mission, which is. Um, that concept of this place where people come and see Mr. Knight if they they have some weird troubles. Like, it sounds like... It sounds like, actually, this is going to be a pretty cool supernatural um, bent on, on the character again, Chad, um, which I'm not averse to. Um, to be completely honest, it sounds like they're forming, like, a Moon Knight-centric BPRD. Yeah, yeah. It does, doesn't it? Um, yeah, I, again, and I think that idea is... I don't know. What do, what do you think of that idea? Um, well, I'm a Hellboy fan. Yeah. Uh, I would be absolutely down for it. And, of course, it kind of opens up to the more supernatural side of the Marvel Universe that's just kind of, for the most part, glanced over or mm-hmm. very sequestered at the very least. I mean, when was the last time we saw, like, actual demons on Earth? Oh, absolutely. Let's see, War of Realms? That was... Mm-hmm. Almost a year and a half ago, and uh, and of course our friends over at Inner Demons are still gutted at the Brisson Ghost Rider run finishing at seven. Uh, you know, yeah. That how bad is that? I mean, albeit we we did get a couple of um, what were they? King in Black. Uh, I read the the Vengeance one by Howard Mackey, and there's a Ghost Rider one out now, which is which is good. Um, but yeah, yeah, we, Marvel has really they've got to tap into that. I, I think it's a great idea. Um, going back into the supernatural, I mean, Chad, you and I, and and a lot of loonies in the community have had conversations of it'll be you know, what what to do next. It'll be great to have him tap into the supernatural. Even talking about the TV show, it'll be great if there's a supernatural kind of um, angle to it. So, so this is encouraging. Um, what do you think of? I mean, there's not much of it, but the therapist. So he has a therapist, Dr. Andrea Sturman, and the receptionist to Midnight Mission is Reese the Vampire. 
um <laughs> this is a new character obviously what were your thoughts um of course it kind of goes back to the whole dracula give me my money you big <laughs> fucking nerd yeah <laughs> but it's just like i'm wondering where it's gonna go because how do you just come into contact with random vampire receptionists yeah like how is this his whole shtick why would you trust a receptionist that's a vampire yeah it's a like it's so funny like my initial response was and i think one other loony um kind of coined it as well it's like oh this is sounding pretty kind of cheesy and campy but i was then i was thinking hang on we are in the marvel universe (laughs) you know it's not like just because moon knight's doing street level doesn't mean that he will never come across you know anything weird uh you know when you have aliens when you have vampires when you have um people with super soldier serum you know a vampire walking around, you know, being employed as a receptionist, I don't think he's that bigger a deal. But I guess it's just the fact that he's associated with, it's bringing in that supernatural element, you know, and it's kind of then already taking away that, if I can describe it like that, his street-level kind of um, realism, if that makes sense. But um, I, I get it. Yeah, I don't know if that if that irked you as well, or if if it was just the fact that yeah, it, it's uh, this random character. It's more so that there's just this all of a sudden random character. Mm. I feel like if they're going to implement someone like that in Moon Knight, like his primary cast, mm. that would have been someone that he has known before. Yeah, because he's basically been in a close knit family his entire career mm-hmm. like yeah i mean gina her sons yeah like frenchie marlene it's always been the same group of people yeah and they've had intermediate people obviously but i mean they can draw from that crowd but yeah they're exactly. introducing reese weird sure. true true i mean there is a fine line as well i mean i'm totally with you chad as well i mean like You've got that back history. You've got those resources. Why not use them? Um, I, I guess it would be a fine line to, would people be more up in arms if, say, Ricky or Ray was like a vampire <laughs> like and, and, and helping Mark? You know, would people be going, oh, no, what have you done to him? Um, I don't know. What, what do you reckon? Or, or um, is it safer or better to, to, to just introduce a, a new character? What is the current canon on those two? Um, oh, gosh. I keep on going back to the Houston run because I can't think... Oh, there was a mention of them, I think, in the Lemire run. Um, but last, I thought Ricky... Ricky had died or something? And Ray was... Um, in the Houston run, he was helping Mark? Like he was, like, repairing the copter? That was the last I thought, but I could be totally wrong. Listeners, if you please pull me up on it. Um, and then there was a mention, you know, when Mark goes to um, uh, New Egypt, you know, like mm-hmm. New York in, in the Lemire run, he, he goes into the diner, speaks to Jenna. I think there was a talk there about his sons, but I can't remember. Um, certainly wasn't anything in the Bemis run, I don't think. I really don't remember. Yeah. And that's kind of upsetting. <laughs> Yeah, well, I think, if anything, as you say, um, 
I guess it's a choice. I mean, he's just introduced these new characters. We'll see where they go. Hopefully they'll... Um, I don't know, hopefully, maybe they'll stick around if they're really good. Um, I hope they're not just kind of throwaway. Uh, and Dr. Andrea Sturman, I, I have no idea. I mean, again, the the question would be, why not use Dr. Emmett? You know, she, she'd been featured in Oof. the last, well, in the last two runs, right? Oh, you don't like Dr. Emmett? No, I, I, I like Dr. Emmett. That yes. was an interesting dynamic, considering that, you know, he was having those hallucinations at the time. Yeah, but do you remember the like condition that she was left in? Oh yeah, yeah, I do. <laughs> that would be cool. Or, or I mean, you know, comics these days as well. This is part of the. I think maybe the problem is that um, some of the writers they come in and and it's like a clean slate, you know. So yeah. wouldn't put wouldn't put it past me that you know sa- say for instance if Jed McKay brought Doctor Emmett in that she was totally fine, you know we get never no explanation of. You know, you were half burnt to a crisp. What's what's going on? You know, that sort of thing. But, yeah, I mean, maybe that's why he didn't use her because he's honouring continuity. I don't know. But um, have At you heard of... At the same time. Sorry? At the same time, I mean, there's been a lot of story progression outside of Moon Knight. She could have been, like, a medical experiment for the mutants of Krakoa. Oh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. True. they're wonder drugs, you know. That's Who true. Knows? Oh yeah, that's right. The 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 flower things, um, whatever it is. I haven't been following the X Men that much, um, but true, true, true. Um, and kind of sticking with that, I guess thought process, Chad. Uh, there was again, it, it brought up the last run in this article, the Bemis run, and uh, and McKay acknowledges, you know, pretty big things happened, like um, Marlene had an affair with Jake Lockley behind Stephen Grant's back and, and Dietrich, um, Mark has a daughter, Dietrich. Uh, apparently this won't be ex- explored. Uh, you know, McKay's admitted that these are great ideas, but they won't be tapping into that thread in this run. He does say, though, that Marlene, uh, we will see the impact the age of Conchu has had on Marlene. So that's good. Uh, that gives me a little a bit of reassurance that we will see some of the classic support cast, Marlene at least, but um, yeah, what, what do you think about this? Do you, do you think Dietrich deserves a bit more explore, exploration, or is it is it going to be a problem that it's not going to be looked at? I'm. It's kind of hard to say because at this point, Dietrich is still really young, mm-hmm. and unfortunately, the only kind of role that kids have in the Marvel universe is either like, you know, like. Dark Phoenix or just yeah. Leverage. That's that's pretty much it. You got those two options. There's not a lot of in between. Yeah, that's that's true. Uh, yeah, I mean it is a bit harder. I, I'm just we're kind of we've got very scant details here. Um, but again, I mean, again, I'm just trying to read between the lines. It's good at least that Marlene's here. Look, Dietrich. I think I've mentioned in some previous episode as well. I'd be happy to kind of like just shelve that idea for a bit. It is a good idea, but. Um, you know, it'd be fun to explore other aspects of Mark. Um, but yeah, um, uh, the I mean, we'll see Marlene's reaction to the age of Conchu. I'm hoping we'll see. I'm hoping we see a lot more than Marlene than a few panels. You know, yeah. um, and this as well kind of implies to me that she's the only one of the classic 
support cast that we'll kind of see, which is a shame because um, I'm assuming we would have heard about, oh, yeah, you know, we'll see Frenchie and his role and Samuels, Netta, all that sort of stuff, but we don't... Um, but anyway, we can always still cross our fingers. We might see Crawley, hopefully, somehow. Um, but, yeah. I miss Crawley. I miss him, too, as well. I mean... Was he? I'm just thinking. He wasn't using the Bemis run, was he? No. No, he Not wasn't. The last time we've seen him was on Anubis's raft. That's right. He had a. That was a pretty good um, use of the character, I think. Um, but yeah. I, I want to see him in his classic capacity as well. Like you know, he was. Um, he was pretty much. Oh, I don't know how you describe him in the Lemire run. That was so. Yeah, uh, that, that was just weird. <laughs> the the, the Lemire run. Um, but anyway, I think I know, to a degree it was. Oh, yeah. go ahead. oh no, sorry, go ahead. To a degree, it was pretty appropriate for Crawley. I mean, oh, basically yeah. to be the only one knowing what's going on. Yeah, that, yeah, he's kind of like the um, in the classic tales, like the uh, the fool or the idiot or the Eurodivi, as they say in Russia, which was the. Um, kind of the one that everyone kind of looked over, looked past, but he, he had profound um, knowledge of stuff. But he, he came across as a, yeah, like as a fool. Um, but yeah, any other, I don't know, any other um, points or wishes or uh, hesitations about this, this coming series, chat before we learn any more about it? Wishes? I want to see the truth. Oh, the truth again, yeah. I love that character concept. Like, and he wasn't just a one-trick pony where it's, you know, he shows the truth in people. It was subjective. Yep. And I think that's that's a really cool feature because it's just like the truth inside of you, which yeah. isn't exactly empirical. Yes. Yeah, I enjoyed him as well. And especially, I mean, it surprised me towards the end of that Bemis run, what happened to him. I've got to reread the whole Bemis run again. Um but yeah, he he was good. I I like the Sun King as well. Um but I'm not I'm not sure where he'll factor into it. Um Yeah. Yeah, but um hopefully look fingers crossed cuz the supernatural theme my wishes would be maybe Werewolf by Night, maybe Jack Russell in there somewhere. Uh or even the latest iteration of the Werewolf by Night. I haven't read I didn't read that one. Uh, had you read it or I have not read it and I've seen it on the shelves. It's just like Man, I need to do that. Yeah, yeah, I might. Yeah, continually let down. (laughs) I might have to. um, It should be on Marvel Unlimited soon. I'm I'm thinking, so I'll go check it out there. Um, But anyway, loonies, uh, that is as much of the additional information that we have on Jed McKay's and Alessandra Capuccia's. There, there's also there are also some um, preview artworks of, of Capuccia's work. Uh, come out as well, been released. Uh, he's released stuff on his own Twitter account, but there were three uh, really nice images that came associated with this uh, this article as well. Uh, just your, your final thoughts, I guess, Chad, on um, on the artwork. Are you you're looking forward to it? Are you familiar with his work? Um, after the announcement, I went and checked him out. That's about as far as my familiarity goes. Okay. But what he's had on his Instagram is really nice. And he did, like, a test image a while back mm-hmm. for Moon Knight. Yep. And that one was pretty nice. And 
he yeah. had a teaser image that was just a bunch of uh, angular shadows across a figure right. with a beaming smile in the dark. Just, okay. Um, cool. I, hopefully this is part of therapy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. Look, I, I think his art is, is cool. I mean, I'll, I'll be uh, looking forward to the issues as they come out. Uh, look, if I'm to be honest, it's it's not kind of the style that I I typically typically go for. And you used a good word there, Chad Angular. It, it seemed I don't know. It just the lines and the edges seem a lot more angular to me. Um, and I don't want to say the word harsher, but it, it just it, there's a particular style to it, and that's Capucci's style. And I appreciate that and respect that. It's just, um, uh, but yeah, it's 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 good. I mean, like it, it brings across a dark quality. Uh, I'm looking forward to how the fight scenes will will go out, uh, will be played out, the choreography, uh, seeing Marlene, that sort of thing. Um, and yeah, basically just um, yeah, so seeing how the layouts go. But uh, yeah, yeah, looks looks pretty decent. Uh, but like I said, not something that I generally gravitate towards. But yeah. Uh, if if you could name an artist that he kind of looks the most similar to Chad, could you think of one? Or hmm. yeah, I, I... it's on the tip of my tongue. I, yeah. I've seen a few like it. Uh, He's... That's gonna bother me because <laughs> I have seen a few like it as well. Anyway, um, what I can do, of course, uh, can create uh, add links or. Or actually, I'll again, put them in the show notes for you to have a look at loonies. If you have not already, they're very good. Uh, they've been used as people's uh, header photos for their Facebook accounts. Um, so go check them all out. Hey there, everyone. I'd like to tell you about the YouTube channel I Am Your Target Demographic. If you're a fan of comics, we have plenty that you'll enjoy over there, including a series called Heroes Like Us that explores comic characters of all sorts of different identities. And we even have a series that defines words that are used in nerd culture that you may not know what they mean. So you can check us out by heading to YouTube and searching I Am Your Target Demographic or look up IAYTV on any social media outlet. Um, Before we go, Chad, there's just some uh, feedback here. Uh, Just a a bit of smattering here. Uh, on uh, various platforms. I just wanted to go through them. Um, now, Chad, have you got the prompt sheet up in front of you? I'm looking at the night lines. Ah, excellent. Cool. Um, can I... Would I be able to... Uh, would you be so kind as maybe go through... Maybe go through the YouTube ones and I'll go through the others. I guess. All right, so this one's from Infernum Comics, commented on 200. Congrats, loved the episode. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yes, um, you'll be well-versed with Chad now. He is the the reigning champion. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, knocked Connorshu out of the uh, reigning belt title, right? Oh, yeah, that's right. (laughs) He kind of self-proclaimed fifth or sixth title or something. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, we have Car Eternal, that's with two R's, mm-hmm. commented, love the animated intro. 
Yeah, thanks, thanks, Car Eternal. I wanted to uh, give a good shout out here as well. I, I replied to this as well. Um, so, Car Eternal is referring to uh, Loonies. If you had only listened to the audio version of episode two hundred, there is a video version both on YouTube and there's a video on um, your podcast catcher. If your podcast catcher can do such a thing, um, but yeah, the uh, huge hats off to Chris Kelly, Looney Chris Kelly. Uh, he's in the the credits as well. Uh, he he did that absolutely brilliant intro. It's an animated thing with all the music and um, and, the, and the moon copter going by and all the comics and stuff. So a big a big shout out, a big thank you to to Chris for that. Um, and that's all Chris. And he he volunteered and and donated that for for ITK. So I've been using that for some of the the Patreon stuff um, for the Patreon videos. So uh, a lot of um, say the regular re- releases you wouldn't have seen it, but. Yeah, for the 200th, I thought it'd be really great to to get it exposed a bit more. Um, but yeah, fantastic work there from uh, from Chris. And uh, yeah, the last one there, Chad, uh, incidentally, is from Chris as well. <laughs> uh, here we go, uh, Chris, also known as CMK7, beep boop beep. <laughs> Happy 200th episode! Amazing show, guys! I had a blast watching this. Felt like I was a kid again watching Mooneywood Squares. Ha! Nice. Uh, Crescent gets the square with all of my favorite Into the Night personalities. I also would be remiss if I didn't mention the amazing interview with Declan Shelby. Incredible get ah. Incredible get and such a great interview with this legend. And Declan coming back to Moon Knight and doing to a one shot of a hardcover omfg yes please yeah thank you chris i think um share my sentiments of course as well i'd love declan to <laughs> to do a one to if that if that is what it takes to to draw declan back um <laughs> you know um to release this hardcover get him to do a one shot yeah he said himself he'd do it uh, yeah of course then let's 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 uh, let's let's uh, see if we can i don't know if you can shout out loud enough. Um, but thank you, Chris. Uh, Chad, is it the Mooney Wood Squares? Is that like an American reference to a game or something? Oh, um, yeah. There was like a trivia show for a long time called Hollywood Squares. Ah, okay. And there was a bunch of uh, celebrities from Hollywood <laughs> okay. show up. And- Ah, cool. Ah, no. Well, thank thank you so much, Chris. And again, thank you, thank you so much for for the videos. Um, they're fantastic. And yeah, I kind of liked it too. I'm glad we kind of got the nine happening. I, I had in my mind like Brady Bunch, <laughs> but yeah, Hollywood Mooneywood Squares. Uh, that works too. Uh, we've got just a few other ones here. I want to give a big shout out to these loonies. Uh, so Evan Taylor is a new uh, a new listener apparently, and he uh, messaged. Uh, the Facebook page. She said, thank you all for your work on this podcast. Just recently discovered it alongside discovering the Moon Knight series. Great stuff. Now, all I need is you all to compile a Moon Knight-inspired playlist. That would be dope. That certainly would be, Evan. Um, I was thinking about this, Chad. Should we do... We should do something. Uh, maybe, um, I don't know. You guys have done before top five artists and writers and stuff. Maybe we do, like... Have we done that? No, we haven't. Have we done like... I thought we had done yeah. sort of like an experimental playlist a while back. Yeah. I... Like long time ago. Yeah, that, that it does ring a bell. But maybe we should um, re, you know, revisit it and stuff. And maybe we can give our top five, I don't know, 
I was thinking we we can discuss this offline, Chad. But I was thinking we can do a um like maybe a top five, top five songs or top five songs associated with an arc or something. You know, just so it's like recurring. I think that'd be pretty cool. Um, no offense, Noel, but let's not do deleter. <laughs> well, I mean that just could, because it yeah. seems redundant. Oh yeah, I mean, but that could be a you know, of course, that could be like a given, a default thing, you know, for the Warren Ellis. Smallwood run. I mean, well, Warren Ellis, sorry, Shelby run. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, have the other void. Those six tracks they work nicely. But then, yeah, we can springboard off that. I don't know. But great idea, Evan. Uh, very cool indeed. Uh, another one here, Chad. I think this was directed towards this rivalry that you and Phil have. <laughs> Corey Hardiman <laughs> sends in a Smallwood. Ha 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 ha. <laughs> I'm so. Um, yeah, uh, I'm glad that that's kind of reached a, a, a larger audience. Chad now <laughs> it seems Phil's introduced that into the episode 200 and it's uh, it's taken it's taken wings so thank you Corey for that um, brilliant and stuff. thank you Philly <laughs> you know what was it um you know when we we're signing off just incidentally Chad I think we we're signing off for the episode 200 you know we we're saying oh gotta go goodbye 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 and I was just about I was taking my headphones off and I was you know clicking leave you know leave the meeting leave the group then I think you just said, last thing I caught was you saying, F you, Phil, or something. And then it's like, then I, I clicked, I was going, oh, shit, did I just leave a bit too early? I, I would have loved to have uh, heard what happened afterwards. But, um, yeah, yeah, it's good. I like it. Um, Twitter, a, a, a shout-out to uh, a good friend there, Claire Payne. Congratulations. Thank you, Claire. Thank you for those well wishes for episode 200. Uh, and, yeah, just a couple of other, just, again, more so just shouting out um, than, you know, <laughs> than patting ourselves on the back here. But Instagram, want to shout-out Destructo Disc Designs as well. The great peeps over there um, who supply those pins, they they send in the congrats on the 200. Thank you so much, guys. Um, your donation's fantastic, my God. If there's any way I can repay you somehow it's fantastic um also as well from rafael santos uh he congratulated on the 200th and he said he was honored to be part of the game and being in the same episode as shelby himself uh, i'm glad you got a, a kick out of that rafael and and um looking forward to uh sharing around your artwork coming uh starting this week and onwards it should be a, what a great undertaking chad these costumes he actually showed me some of the the previews I should also mention that he did one specifically for for the ITK um, logo, which is pretty cool. He shared that with me, uh, so I can't wait to share that with everyone. But um, yeah, no, that should be good. So uh, thank you one and all for all that. Uh, Now, Spectacle, I just want to do a little bit of a thing. I I don't know, Chad, if this is going to lose wind very quickly, uh, but off that Declan Shalvey um, interview said, you know, it'd be great to have a hardcover of the the Ellis Shelby run and he can tag the art of Declan Shelby stuff at the back of it. He could do a one shot, all that sort of stuff. I said, yeah, hell yeah, that sounds like a great idea. So I've posted up stuff. I've been sending stuff to Marvel saying that, you know, the Moon Knight fans would love this sort of thing. Um, So if you do something similar, you know, just tweet CB Sobolski or Marvel on Twitter, hashtag Ellis Shelby MKH. See, maybe we can start something, maybe get them thinking at least on making a hardcover. I don't know, Chad, how unrealistic is this? Very or or extremely? I mean, <laughs> I, um, 
the fact that we have continual like runs of Moon Knight after everyone's proclaimed him to be like a dead property is hilarious. So. <laughs> you can't put the guy down. They can't. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. It might be hard logistic wise. Declan did say you know it. There's a lot more to it to actually get a hardcover out there, but we can only try. Anyway, um, so I just wanted to shout out that. Uh, Chad, uh, a big thank you for coming on uh, for this idle chat. It's been great to um, to debrief on episode 200 as well as go through the the more the information on the upcoming series. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was uh, great to come on. <laughs> thing, we still got to do that. Let's get sheet faced. Um, yes, yes, and 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 I know the video works now. I can actually. I can actually upload a video as a podcast episode, so we've got to do it now. Um, but anyway, listeners, before that, uh, next phase, so later on in the week, Chad will be returning in a different capacity, as I said before. Uh, look, I, I, the moon phase could be totally shot. It probably is. Uh, it's meant to be a waning gibbous for this segment, which is a moon walk, but uh, we had planned this a bit before, so uh, I wanted to just you know, disregard the phase of the moon here. So later on in the week, we're doing a moon walk, which is a reproduction in audio format of a Moon Knight comic. So Chad and I will be looking at Fist of Conchu issue three. Now, Chad, you've done your lines. I've got to finish off mine. Uh, this should be fun. I haven't read issue three yet. Uh, did, did it bring back a lot of good memories? <laughs> yeah, that's a great issue. Awesome. Uh, Morpheus, right? So... Yeah, yeah. Mm, one of my favorite like power sets in yeah like, the mythos. I mean, Evan Energy. Come on, I know. I love it as well. I I so want Ethan Hawke to be Morpheus. <laughs> I don't know if that's a stretch, but I reckon. I mean, think about it. That's that's a lot of like body horror and scary yeah. attributes. I mean, true, true, true. I mean, but uh, when you're saying that now, I'm thinking Disney Plus maybe. You know, we we won't get that sort of... But anyway, it'll still be good. It'll still be good. Anyway, a huge thank you, Chad, for coming on. And um, and listeners, I guess we'll, we'll catch you towards the end of the week. Have a good one. Loonies, you can contact us through various social platforms. You can drop us a line on email at itkmoonnight at gmail.com. We have a Facebook page, facebook.com slash itkmoonnight, and a Facebook group, facebook.com slash group slash itkmoonnight. We are on Twitter, our handle is at itkmoonnight, and we're on Instagram, Tumblr, YouTube, to search for Into the Night, a Moon Knight podcast. We're also on Discord, just search for the server Into the Night with a K. Please leave an iTunes rating or review if you can. It helps us reach other loonies out there too. Also, if you have any feedback, we also look to improve ourselves and the show. Finally, we're on all good podcast catches. Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, also on Podcoin. Please check us out and share episodes with your friends. Moon Knight and affiliated characters, stories and events are properties of Marvel Characters Incorporated. 
Materials used and discussed within the podcast are intended for critique and review purposes only under the fair dealing concept of the current Copyright Act. The views, information or opinions expressed during the podcast are solely those of the individuals involved and do not necessarily represent those of the copyright owners.